talks we made to stream some audio so there's quite a few people on here right now if anybody wants to get the conversation started
business's dad. Hello, Ryan. Can you hear? Ryan Seacrest. Messing with your call, aren't they? Okay, give up. Yeah, am I on? No, you're off. I'm having problems here. Uh, I don't know if this is on or not. Uh, it's on. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm being harassed electronically. Um, Hitting my head, a pressure. Basically, it's definitely some sort of microwave, possibly. Maybe it's some sort of direct energy weapon. Ooh. Um, yeah, it puts me down. puts me it, it puts me down, out for the count almost. Um, like I'm drugged. It, it, it's like a drug. It's like it's drugging me. I don't know if other people are experiencing similar things, um, um, but it gets pressure. It's very bad pressure. And I notice 
It's the hours during working hours. I work too part-time. I wonder if other people are experiencing that. I sure am. You too? Yeah. Like like pressure in the head? Or is it like a microwave? Is it a heating sensation? Ah, microwave. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and then uh, it's like a switch, and then it turns off. Like there's some sort of machinery. Um, And I'm former military, and uh, this is just... I can't believe this is happening to me here in this country. It's shocking. Wow. Yeah, this is like torture. I'm being tortured. They hit me with no friends. Uh, People have turned against me. I'm crazy. Uh, My cousin is the only one who believes me because it's happening to him. Um, And there's nothing wrong with him. Uh, um, He says, you're not crazy, dude. so uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we're selected. I'm I'm I have I'm a zero in the money scale. I have no money. You know I'm a disabled veteran. I'm not worth anything. But to put people down like this, this is just um, inhumane. Torture. What's that? Yeah. I don't want to hog out the line. I'm interested in what other people are experiencing too. Um, type of harassment. Um, the gang stalking. They still do that with the cars. They gaslight me. They put their bikes on me. Maybe put your AC on. These crimes, this this should be exposed and this has got to stop. Put your air conditioner on. similarities in these harassments. Oh, JT, go ahead. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, somebody else would like to speak up. Oh, okay. I need a laugh. You need a laugh? Need a laugh? No, uh, the person I'm talking to knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a whole other area of humor, isn't it? Where's the old shit? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, not my What's the frequency, Kenneth? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, you should, um, I'm not going there, man. But yeah, it's, uh, 
That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you can be my straight man, Kate, if you want. I'll just you know fill in the gaps for you. But if you ever get to New York, like I was saying before, you know, in the city, you, you if you're on Facebook, you Facebook me, and unless I'm you know uh, you know <laughs> in a situation where I can't get out, so to speak, you know, grab some yeah. coffee. You, me, and Mike will hang out. You know, start building a crew, which is what I've been, I've been trying to do. You building, building a crew, getting getting people together, but not. Yeah, but not I know. On I Facebook. tried doing that in and Oh my God, I got bloody nailed after that. <laughs> well, you know, they, in you Connecticut, know, so you know, trying to reach out to people is like pulling teeth. You know, everybody's afraid. You know well, we're here, and, and we and and uh, you know what? I, I, oh, Mike's asking if you have a Facebook page. No, I don't. No, um, uh, well, I, I, I do, and, and you're welcome to. I mean, I have no problem even uh, throwing out my email to you right now online. See, I don't care. You know, I mean, I don't. If you got a pen, uh, Kate, is it? I'll, I'll give you my email right now, and the world can listen if they want to. I'm not going to let fear. We're, we're, we're conquered because we're divided. Well, it's the human part of us that fears, you know? It's hard. Yeah, I do. I'm going to give my email. And anybody out there can take it if they want to get together. If if half of everybody is fake, if if eight out of ten people are fake, fine. I have two more friends that are real. This is my answer. I'm going to take a break real quick uh, uh, for a minute. Uh, We're about to go off the five hour uh, limit. Hello to everyone. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I just joined. And, uh, you know, Dwight and I think Keith the Bird is on and Cynthia is on uh, the call as well. And so, yeah, I want to say hello to everybody and wish them the best of luck. And uh, I wish I hadn't missed this uh, call because I gain a lot of insight and collect data by different people's uh, telling me their their different traumas, what they're undergoing, finding the common commonalities, uh, commonalities, and uh, and that helps me with my research. So I apologize that I came on so late. Okay. Hello, everyone, Hello. and uh, stay strong. Hey, no, Robert. Do, I, uh, is like there any way? You, excuse me, uh, Robert. We'd like to invite you on one more. I would love to listen. I I wasn't. I'll, I'll let you know about I, this call ahead of time. So I just. Well, are we going to get back on? Yeah, yeah I'll let you know about it. Well, Robert usually goes to bed early. Uh, yeah, uh, my, my bedtime midnight uh, mountain time. Yeah, how about we set yeah. something up and I'll let you know when we're having a good call and and you come on and maybe give us some uh, input. Yeah, I, I can give some advice, but I'll you will about what people are going through. That the data is very important to me. Well, this is what's helping me write my book, Robert. I, I didn't is want to give my any... secrets, all my secrets out, but I'm going to tell you this is uh, what's helping me write my book. All right, those those be very interesting, important. So yeah, let's have that conversation. So let's make uh, another call. Okay, I'll do that, Robert. I'll let you know ahead of time, and uh, when we have enough people on the line with enough interesting stories, uh, such as we did tonight, 
should have let you know earlier, but uh, we'll have that talk. Right. We, we appreciate you coming on tonight. All right. Be sure to get uh, Project Soul Catcher, and he's got a new book coming out yeah. soon. Yeah, called How to Tame a Demon. It's a beginner's guide. You need to meet your line. There's a lot of racket coming from your line. They should avoid, but it's sort of a damned if you do, damned if you don't uh, chess game, and I just want people to know the consequences of every decision they make and how far ahead uh, these people uh, have thought uh, to discredit the target and to destroy their lives. So it might give them a little bit of an advantage. And it's a very short book, very terse answers. It's written in a form of frequently asked questions because I get a lot of questions. I don't have time to answer everybody individually. I decided to put this in a very short, cheap book. You know, it should be like $11 on Amazon. Uh, and uh, it should help. Uh, a lot of like, good people. I'd say I'm about five days away. From the finishing writing uh for editing of their show. Announcement. Yeah, make, make sure you get a copy of Project Soul Catcher. Very interesting book. Uh, it's actually book two. Book one was a little too difficult for Robert to put out. but uh, Yeah, I'm going to put that out eventually, but it is mostly transhumanism, positives of the changes that are going to go on in our society. Uh, and we can
Hey, it's Jeff calling from Oklahoma. Oops. Seventy-eight, you're gone. History, you're perp making the racket in the background. I can hear you. Welcome, guys. Uh, just waiting on uh, everyone to get in. Ella forgot to announce the after call. She was kind of in a hurry. So, hey, Marcus, man, what's going on, buddy? Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in the good, bestest mood tonight. So I'm not going to be talking much until probably later. After I have a few drinks, so yeah, this is kind of in a bad mood tonight, so I probably won't be talking that much right now. But you guys carry on, just waiting on somebody to step up and start a conversation.
Are you shining shoes or blowing your nose? Are you shining shoes or blowing your nose? Hey, what's up, Richard? This is Marcus. Well, howdy, Marcus. How are you there? I'm doing okay. Just kind of living the more more independent life now. I, I, I want to stay independent as a TI, even though they're trying to get me on disability so much that I'll be, I, I wouldn't want to be institutionalized from how much disability the targeting has created me, but um, that's kind of where I'm sitting right now on a pile of whether I go this housing or this housing or that housing. Yeah. Well, this is bad to say, but we all might be better off sleeping under a tree somewhere than accepting anything from the government. Right. Yeah, I know. I hear that. It's good to be outside, man. But my nerves are shot, brother. There's just a lot of weird ways when I try to walk now the past five years since I was implanted. Um, it, uh-huh. it, like, bumps, it bumps my knees and my legs a lot. So my walking uh-huh. is like stilted. I'm like walking on stilts instead of my natural legs. Like they're remotely stimulating my legs, nerves, instead of letting me just walk freely. Yeah. And same with my, my dreams are, are being, um, infiltrated. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like I'm like a slave. It's like I'm a slave of, of remote neural monitoring. Yeah. Well, that's part of what they're doing is turning people into slaves. Slaves to the system. Yeah. It's too bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's too bad for them because somewhere along the way, this is going to hit the fan. In fact, it could even be that some of the government has something to do with people being treasonous. And mm-hmm. I know I've not been I know I've not been treasonous, but the things that they're committing against us is against the Constitution, and that is considered treason. Well, how do, how do we catch them? I mean, they're they're remotely using satellite on us and, and cell towers and radio towers. And Gwen, I guess Gwen well, Towers, too? Well, well, they are using that stuff, but that's not the only thing they're using. Uh, they they uh, can't do gang stalking from a satellite, you know. And uh, they can't come in and out of your house and put video camera or audio cameras or chemicals or 
stuff like that in your house from a satellite, and they can't put a chip in your body from satellite. Uh, that satellite is not the only thing going on here, and uh, they also can't perform the MK Ultra or the mind control on people from a satellite without first uh, approaching you and manipulating your body with chemicals and drugs and then eventually your mind to accomplish the MKUltra. If you look up MKUltra, it simply starts with uh, hypnosis and drugs, chemicals, stuff like that. So uh, all that is not, everything is not coming from a satellite. Well, once and, they and, and the question, the question you asked was, well, the question you asked was how to catch them. Okay, so if you know that it's not all coming from a satellite and all these other things are happening, and believe me, they are, mm-hmm. uh, that's when you catch them is when they're coming and going. And uh, uh, even right now, the cars that come back and forth by my place, I've seen them for so many months in a row that I know who they are. And... I know what the cars are. I know the tag numbers of the cars. I know the people's faces when I see them driving the cars. And, you know, but the thing wow. is, is by ourselves uh, alone, it's hard to do anything. But let's just say, for instance, uh, there would be a particular mm-hmm. person that right now is absolutely positive somebody's coming and going from the house. Okay, me and you couple other guys parked down the road. We know they're going to leave their house, what time they're going to leave, how long they're going to be gone. Uh, we could kind of sit around in the uh, area and, and watch the people come and go and walk up and say, hey, what are you doing in my friend's house? But you see, we don't have anybody making those efforts. I have I paid a guy to meet me at a Walmart parking lot with his camera. And I told him what the deal was going to be. I said, I'm going to be in my truck. The people are going to come up. They're going to try to get into my truck to where I am, knowing that I'm sleeping. They may be spraying something in from the outside. But when you see them, just get them on camera. Just get them on the camera and give me some proof. I'll pay you good. And sure enough, they didn't believe what I was saying was true so when the people did come up to my truck did go to prying at the door to try to get into the truck they stepped out of the car hollering at them saying hey what are y'all doing what what are you doing and it scared them off it scared them away but he didn't think about the camera he didn't think about the reason he was there but you see the reason he didn't think about it was he never believed it to start with, he was just simply needing a few bucks. And uh, so there is ways to set them up and there is ways to catch them. But by yourself, it's uh, pretty damn hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's really you you want a team from when you were younger, even not just not just during the times of being targeted, but when you were younger, then you know you could have got other sources of of information coming in to bust the perpetrators. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I managed to trap one in my attic by myself. I managed to trap one in my living room by myself. I managed to get some video of one in my truck with me while I was sleeping. And I had about 27 people in a row that I hired to simply come and watch me sleep, and they were jumped and beaten and drugged and knocked out, but several of them did actually get a look at the people coming and going. So uh, I know that it's not all satellites. In fact, yeah, it's physical. People on the ground. Well, we don't know how much is we don't know how much is coming from where, but you can count on the fact that it's being done in several different ways. Some people, and it's not that some people are getting one thing and the other people are not getting it. It's about well, where you are at whatever stage that Mm -hmm. they have you. Uh, your stage might not be the same stage as someone else's in, but I've noticed that most of the people eventually do uh, go through the same things, eventually. Well, the, Richard, I, I wanted to convey that they're they're really covert. They have ultimate surveillance. They have... Uh, radio transmitters in our property and you're not going to see the person doing it if they can get away with it remotely and they have a system set up to do it remotely then they're just going to keep doing it remotely unless they know for sure that you're gone for a good long while if they know for sure that you're gone for for a while then they might break in and, and do something gaslighting or you know like in my place they they used to poison me and my mom and they ended up damaging half of our brain cells. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they're good at getting away. They're good at concealing their efforts. Well, they got a close eye all the time and people watching all the time. So uh, that's what they do. That's how they make their living. They know what they're doing. They're not slackers. Uh, they've been trained at the art of doing all these things and being able to get away with it. And, uh, well, unfortunately, some of some of us have come close, but there are also others that are getting out of this. Uh, and some of the ways of getting out of it is not good. One or two ways of 
getting out of it that's not good is, like you said, being committed or going to jail or prison. And then yep. some of the others are the the ones that are actually getting out of it are they're gagged. They get a gag order. You can't tell nobody. You tell anybody, you say anything, we're going to know you did. And when you do, we're going to come pick you up and lock you up with me. But... When they when they get the gag order though, can't did wasn't that after they sued them in court for several million dollars? Not necessarily because uh I heard this one lady went to court and they told her, Well, okay, we'll, we can stop this part of your targeting, but we can't and won't stop the other part of your targeting. Oh. And we're not giving you any money, so this part of your targeting you can go back home with and expect to maintain getting this part of your targeting. Uh, we will stop the other part, and you can't say anything to anybody. So she didn't get any money and only got half of her targeting stopped. Oh. And was told. Sounds like. That almost sounds like being institutionalized. That almost sounds like being institutionalized because they'll stop half the targeting in some respect, but then half of it's still going on, and then you can't really say anything about it because then they'll call you more nuts for for complaining about being hit with things like direct energy weapons and voices to the skull and nerve pulses to the body. Well, here's the part of it nobody wants to uh, wrap their head around, but a lot of us are being considered patients, and they are treating us as patients, and they're getting paid for treating us as patients, and the sad part of it is, is we don't even know. We don't. We don't know. I, I happen to know for a fact that that is true, and uh, some other people know it's true too. But psychiatric treatment is being administered, and in some cases, uh, medical treatment, experimentation. And, well, think about it this way. Somebody might pop up right now at that at this point and say, but no, Richard, it's torture. And I would say, okay, so what the hell do you think psychiatric treatment is? It's torture. I mean, lobotomy? Isn't that torture? Uh, what about shock treatment? What about drugs? What about lithium and all the other things that they do to psychiatric patients? It's torture. So uh, we are being yeah, there's some of that. made. They're making money off of us. And sadly, part of the reason they're making money off of us is because the government put so much money out there for mental health and no exactly. one had mental health patients. 
Nobody had any patience. They they were like, wow, how are we going to get some of this money? Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Gotta have I can patience. see that clearly. Yeah. 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 I wonder who's making all the noise. Somebody's got the speaker on. Hello, running water. Somebody's running water. Well, just got muted. And been on the then he got muted. Yeah, I got muted too. Wow, I know what that means. He's on the call. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you, buddy. So, well, Richard, what I what I was going to say tonight, like with with when I can gird my loins together and and get my thoughts together again, like they they blank me a lot. But I mean, it's just sad that they targeted me with direct energy weapons and poisonings for years and years, and then and then they switched it up to implants which they had already done. They had already had implants in my body, but not to the degree that they snuck in me later that could zap my memories and zap my, my thoughts out and, and zap my nerves in my body and force involuntary movements in my body. Yeah. So I, I went from being targeted to being like total experiment stature status. Well, you do realize, uh, Marcus, that I, I may have told you this before, I'm not sure, but you do realize that remote neural monitoring is simply uh, monitoring. It's, it's not what they use to do all the things that they do. Uh, remote neural monitoring is remote neural monitoring and monitoring is simply reading or mapping or uh, yeah and what is the monitoring what does the monitoring look like on their computer I, I bet there's all kinds of colors from our thoughts and vivid images from our thoughts that they're stealing under their surveillance and they keep it top secret it's like MK Ultra or Operation Paperclip, you know, like to MK Ultra, to like, to new, like Jose Delgado, he was behind saying that eventually someday that 
war sergeants were going to be robots in the field, then they were going to be told how to conduct war. I mean, right. there's just so there's so much remote neural monitoring that like they're reading and stimulating thoughts at the same time. And they've got, they what they do with like a smart person like me, I used to have a good head of common sense on my shoulders. I used to have plenty of common sense on my shoulders. But now I'm, I'm like 80% brain damaged. Yeah. Well, they messing with your brain and messing with your mind, but mostly it's messing with your subconscious and your conscious. And uh, those are the two things that... Well, we're not going to get any conversation done on this call, so. Yeah, I got pretty loud. Yeah, Some background noise. Well, the problem is it's deliberate background noise. Yeah, you're right. I could tell it, too. Yeah. Well, this is Ryan's call. Ryan should be here. Uh, or whoever else is supposed to be here to uh, do something about all of this. And I'm not going right. to and try to talk over the shit. They don't want to have a call, then okay. Right on. So whoever the, so whoever the asshole is making all the noise, get a life. Okay. Yeah. So what? Well, Richard. Well, there's a little bit of peace in the call right now. Um, can I ask you, like, what? What you think of like implants in my body that could have been snuck there? Well, I would say to you, Marcus, number one, first and foremost, is to simply find out if you have them or not. Not to speculate yeah. that you do like a body or scan. you don't. Yeah, get proof. And if you don't have any, then that'll be one thing you don't have to think of anymore. If you do have them, then, well, you'll know more. Yeah, that's true, man. Like, if, if there's more evidence, it's more for me to think about. But, I mean, at least it's there, though. The more evidence I get, actually, the less I have to worry about it. You know, because I, I know what to say next time someone asks me, you know, about questions about it. You know, like, it's it's pretty intimate. So, well, here's another thing about know. your, uh, here's another thing about your satellite thing. In order for you to continue getting hit with satellites and towers, uh, your body has to be turned into a receiver. Because a tower can hit anyone, uh, not in particular, but they're hitting people 
in particular. So you have to be carrying uh, chips, chemicals, this and that and the other for you to become a receiver, including chemicals. Your body's chemicalized. Uh, so in other words, if you're standing in a crowd of mm -hmm. a thousand people and you're the only one who gets hit, there's a reason that you're the only one that got hit. And it's not just that, that you've been, uh, well, it, in fact, it is because you've been tampered with and turned into a receiver. And, right. Uh, yeah, and they have so, micro they have microchips that that can't be de detected by MRI. I went to the radiolo I went to neurologist because my nervous system has been severely attacked for five years, like really inside and out. And they they did MRIs in my brain and my spinal cord, and they didn't see the chips, man. They they just they said, but also they said they're not going to look in every nook and cranny. That's what one of them directly told me is that they're not going to look everywhere for them, even though they might be out there. And I wish well, I could have been more convincing. Well, it's been said I that they can, uh, they can find your frequency and they can send frequencies to your, manipulate your frequency once they learn your frequency. But it is so simple and easy to change your frequency, uh, they couldn't keep up with your frequency changing. They would have to change every time your frequency changes. And uh, just putting your hand on a carpet and rubbing it back and forth in a, a carpet yeah. can static, static electricity can change the effect that that would have so there's a little more going on to it than that but you got to be set up before you can receive now they can map you they can GPS yeah exactly you. they can they, find they you doing, wherever you are they started out doing it a little bit at a time at first there was an ear implant that could sense pressure coming from my brain from my ear implant that they snuck me in 2008. And then in 2011, they snuck more implants in me that kind of continued their program and their research on me. And then they got me with implants again in 2014 and 2016. So they've, they've, they've really mapped me out now at this point. I've, I've been really mapped out. And the only thing that keeps me able to talk at all is that they have a little bit of a heart inside of their chest that the you know because now I'm, I I sound like I'm almost autistic or I sound like I'm almost like I have Down syndrome or something you know whereas before um, I was fine I could interview for jobs really complex jobs and and do all this and then they started poisoning me with neurotoxins and implanting more devices in me and so I've been I've been really run amok i've really been taken over by implants in my body and they and the poisonings that they did to me has made my fight against it a lot harder it's made it a much more uphill slope like like the doctors won't 
don't want to believe they they're just like well this guy's autistic or something or oh he's schizophrenic you know yeah well that's the whole point of making you a patient and maintaining you as a patient so that they can make money off of you and that's that's what it's all about i mean I can't. That's research too, it. though. It's like a lab. It's like a. Oh, what are, yeah. How many the experimentation? Yeah, experimentation is going on. Absolutely, and uh, they they run out of things to fight bacteria. They are doing stem cell research. They are doing mine research. They are doing space research pertaining to the human body. Uh, in fact, you can go on and on and on and on down the line at all the research that they're doing, and they're doing it on human beings. I mean, hmm. yeah, and it's happening every day. I can't, I can't turn you into a dog, and I can't turn you into a bird, but I can turn you into a slave, and I can do that because... The law will mm. allow me to do so if I'm a doctor, a psychiatrist, and well, now it's trickling down to the police and even social services can get involved and say you're oh, nuts yeah. or crazy, or even the even housing authorities or uh, you know cop they want to call. Uh, I was watching something this afternoon. The cop told the guy, well, I'm going to call the uh, psych people to come around here and check you out. And all they did was ask the guy for his ID. And the guy said, well, I don't got any reason to give you my ID. I haven't committed a crime. Uh, am I detained or can I leave? And, and am I arrested? And they said, no, no, no. And he said, well, you can't hold me here. And they said, no, we just want to get you checked out. And he's like, well, you ain't got a right to do that either. I've done that. But had the doc, had the people made mm. it to where he was, and one of them simply said, yeah, there's something not right, they could have committed the guy. They, they've gotten way too much power to do what they yeah. yeah, if there's something not right, like ringing right with, with the human being, you know, like, well, how, I mean, how did they get away with so many lab rat experiments? I mean, they, I mean, there's like endless amounts of lab rat and guinea pig experiments, like literally on the, on the, the, the rat species and on the guinea pig species. But once you go into the human realm and do it under the table and do it in, on, 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 um, with a power broker that has secret laboratories, I don't know how they do it, but they're, they they got secret laboratories for experimenting on the mind of a human being without any um, accountability or you know they they just well, they the go law, about it like the laws have changed yeah the laws have changed to where I think HIPAA the HIPAA law was uh, changed and manipulated and. Um, then they put all that money out there for all this mental health uh, supplement, mental health work, and 
Like I said, these people didn't have any patience, and they got to have patience in order to get that money, or they're not going to get that money. And some of these people out there are greedy enough and common enough and low down enough to, uh, they don't care as long as they get by their big new boat this year. They don't care. And you don't need to make the mistake of thinking that these people have a heart mm. of some sort because they do not. They, these people do not care anything at all mm. about you. And most yeah, it's just like the, most, it's, of, most of them probably most of them probably got their credentials saying that they're uh, qualified to do this stuff. They probably got their paperwork from Family Dollar. Yeah, like who knows who the street thugs are that they hire, huh? Like as a, a, a secondary experiment node targeting onto the primary experimental node, such as the TI. Yeah. And then like well, that's it just the kind of that's the yeah. trickles that's down. the ones that does the, the that's the ones that does the dirty work. And they don't care if they get them caught or not, as long as we don't catch the people with the credentials. If you catch a, 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 a yep, stalker exactly. out there following you around, harassing you or whatever. That's doing the dirty work because they, they, yeah. they don't have the money. They don't have the money, so they're, they're on the ground doing the groundwork, whereas the top power brokers, researchers, um, elites, the elite agencies or or nefarious groups of people that are under the 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 yeah they're, the money they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna put their uh three story house swimming pool uh feature foot yacht brand new mercedes they're not gonna put all that on the line to take a chance yep. on getting caught yeah yep Yep, that's they're they're making a lot of money doing this under the table, and there's oh, like yeah. you, you think about it. Think about it this way: if you had eight patients a day at two thousand dollars a pop, and that's a uh, hundred and sixty thousand. Now that's sixteen thousand. The eight patients times to sixteen thousand dollars a day, and then you multiply that by thirty. Three times sixteen. That's thirty-two. Fifty. Well, you're talking. You're talking about a whole lot of a whole lot of money in a year's time. For 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 just patients that don't even come to your office. These are patients that are out on the street that don't even know their patients. Yeah, they well they, they sit under there though that the 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 ones doing the dirty work are actually mesmerized by the remote neural monitoring. 
they are so mesmerized because you can see inside of the other person's brain from their com supercomputers, um, radio transmitters, um, electroencephalogram, um, vis visage of someone else that was under their remote neural monitoring. And it, with me, it started out slower, but then it picked up and it picked up with more implants. But with others, I guess it's just on the external. It's just harder to do though. I mean, with the external, because if the body's moving around all the time, then how do they do remote neural monitoring with external, like eavesdropping bugs, you know, or satellite, I guess I go that far, but it seems like to me, it, it doesn't seem as plausible it seems like we have to have implants in our body for remote neural monitoring to me, just because of how well, what the, if, uh, the brain. Well, what if I could just simply tell you what to do all day tomorrow and then all day the next day and the next day, and no matter what, you did what I told you to do. That would kind of fit what's going on, and I can do that through simple hypnosis without the drugs and the mind control. But if I got the drugs on you and I've got you under mind control, then you're going to do what I want you to do as long as I want you to do it. Well, it doesn't work. Like some people are really stubborn like me and they won't do it. They want them to do it unless they Yeah, I'll knock Marcus off the call. That was kind of rude. But that's what y'all do the best, isn't it? Be rude. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear Hello? you. Hi, Richard. This is Lori. I've never chatted Hi, on this thing before, so I'm not sure if my phone is going to work. But I've been listening to what you've been saying, and I agree wholeheartedly with much of what you're saying. Um, I've well, had I've been things, around. Well, I've had things that have gone on that once I started listening to everyone in the TI group, you know, like we're all having the same symptoms. And it was too bizarre. And the rational thought is that someone's doing it or it's a laser beam or, you know, because that's how it feels. It, it the sensation and, and like um, even the remote neural monitoring, I think some of that was probably the start of epilepsy for me or something, you know, like going on with my brain. And 
it began that I was thinking it's heavy metal because it started out with my dental work. And so when I detoxed for that, it helped. But then there was more. And then I found out that heavy metal causes you to have mold inside. And so, you know, I started treating myself for that and I didn't get very far. And more recently, because of my diet, I was put on a gluten-free diet. And then I had a problem with cereal, but I thought it was milk and I stopped drinking milk. And I, I didn't, didn't eat fish because I thought I had mercury in it and I didn't want any more heavy metal in my body. And so I got to looking, you know, and I don't eat salt. I, I never have. And I stopped using iodized salt. And for some reason, I just decided to try getting some potassium iodide. And I it took the dose on it. The first, you know, it's a high dose. And I did that for about a week. And I could tell it was helping. My tinnitus went away. But then it went too far. And I started noticing my neck before this. I had lumps and nodes and I'm pretty sure that I had thyroid issues going on and it relates to the hot flashes and it relates to the heavy metal. And so I got to looking into, you know, like iodine deficiency and I found out that it's almost epidemic in our country. It lowers the IQ if you have low iodine and I'm hearing, I don't know who the other caller is, but I heard him say that he feels like he's autistic. Me too. I was high IQ and used to be able to do three people's jobs and I can't work anymore. I can hardly take care of myself sometimes, you know, you know, you just get, you can't, you know, like when the tinnitus is really bad, you can't even focus upon anything hardly. So anyways, as I get to, am I still on? Yeah. Okay. As, as, I get to looking into why people have iodine deficiency. I came across bromide and bromide and bromate. And you've probably heard of those, you know, those chemicals. And I didn't think anything of it, but that will quickly replace iodine in your thyroid, which is really bad. They're all halogens. Chloride's one. Um, iodine bromide and what's the other one fluoride though and there's one more but i'm not sure it exists they can't find it it's a rare you know like they think it exists because there's a rock that's made out of it so at some point in time but anyways there's there's like five of them so anyways this this bromide is displacing the iodine and i'm like well okay if I'm deficient, you know, so where is that? And I get to looking that up. That's been put in every flame retardant that's in mattresses. It's in the carpet foam. Anything that's foam rubber is loaded with bromide. The mattresses where I was getting severe hot flashes, the sofa is another place that I was getting severe hot flashes. Um, I even tore the springs out of one of my sofas. That's how bad it was. Um, but anyways, that, that, that bromide is in, in all kinds of things in your house as a flame retardant. It's also used on food that's imported. And who, you know, the World Health Organization outlawed it. 
or banned it or whatever, supposedly due to the ozone. And we're one of the few countries around that left it in. And it turns out that the furniture companies are quietly now manufacturing furniture without it. But like it's been loaded in our children's, you know, baby cribs and, you know, all kinds of things. And and it's screwing up the thyroid. But one of the things that iodine does is it helps to fight fungus in your body. And here's the connection to all the electronic stuff. And it's hard to explain, and I don't know if anybody's following me or not. I'm probably just talking into the air. But um, mold and fungus tend to take over if you kill off good bacteria in your body. And if you have a mercury load, and if you ate wheat during the last 50 years, you've got a mercury load because they used to treat the seed with mercury fungicide, and it's in the soil, and wheat accumulates it. And then it ends up in your stomach. Well, it would stay in your stomach, okay? It would, or not your stomach, but your intestine. And it would stay in your feet, in your jaw, and your hands if it was left alone. But if you get a mold or a fungus growth, mold and fungus will create a biofilm and they make colonies like anywhere you have hair or your fingernails or dead skin, like on your knees or the bottom of your feet, your palms. So anyways, it'll create a colony and it communicates to reproduce by doing what they call quorum signaling, but it takes molecules from your body that you have, like carbon and so many nitrites or whatever. I don't know exactly how it's done, but it can make a very small amount of cyanide and that it might not be exactly cyanide, but it's similar and that will actually dissolve metals in your body. So if you have any metals in your body and you have mold, you've got a problem. So there's one source. And then the other thing is bromide. And you, without your iodine, you don't fight this fungus. You know, like that's one of your mechanisms that would fight off fungus. It makes up 60% of your thyroid hormone. So bromide will act as an oxidizer of metals. And so like when I was getting tinnitus on my teeth, I thought my mercury was leaking out of my fillings for some reason and I had dissimilar metal. What it is is bromide is attracted to metal and it will dissolve it so it puts it in your saliva and your saliva has thyroid hormone in it. Which which is, you know, I didn't know all this until I started reading. So anyways, you, you get the mercury from your dental fillings and, you, you know, like if you get any metal in your body, it can dissolve under these conditions and then it goes to your hair follicles and it makes a biofilm and then somebody turns on the television or the radio, you know, or, you know, like somebody beams a radio through your house or, you know, somebody goes by with a cell phone and the signal goes through your you'll feel it because it's not going to go through your body like it did when you were a kid and then the other crazy thing is if you look up mold toxicity i was getting static shocks like you would not believe and i was blowing fuses in a multimeter it was an analog multimeter if i touched both probes at the same time If I touched it, I I had pain in my foot. And if I wore shoes, my foot would burn. And if I, one time I got out and I put my foot in a brook. 
and I'd get rid of it. And then I was getting shocks on the car and I was afraid to pump my own gas. So I put a wire in my shoe because it was like, Jesus, you know, like I'm going to start a fire the way every time I get out of the car, I snap and spark. And I think there was something else going on. But anyways, this static electricity was really horrible on me and I could measure it. Sometimes it was 700 millivolts. My eyes would be cockeyed and I couldn't think straight. My eyes like would be open at night when I was asleep. I'd wake up and I couldn't get them to shut because they were all dried out. Well, it turns out that one of the symptoms of mold toxicity is static, static electricity. And if you get it bad enough, you can turn into a battery. And one of the old time symptoms of it in one of these books I was reading is that it's a, a telltale sign as if you can't wear a wristwatch without breaking it. Well, I can't wear a wristwatch. I can't hardly use a computer or a touch screen when I was that bad, you know, because, you know, it was coming out of my fingertips. And you'd think that someone else is doing it. And the other thing with low thyroid, there's an eye disease and it begins with an XO. I can't remember how to say it or spell it, but it's definitely related to low thyroid hormone and low iodine that makes the eyes have floaters and feel like they're tracking and it's it's a really strange thing i haven't finished reading about that i've got to look it up again but it's connected to your vision one of the things i noticed right away aside from losing tinnitus is my eyes cleared up which is really weird and another thing is that it seemed like my face had changed and my eyes weren't, they just seemed like they kind of were different. They weren't like bulged out like you see a person with hypothyroidism. And my neck, I had lumps, but it didn't look like a goiter like I'd see in the pictures. But since I took the iodine, my eyes have sunk back into their sockets. They're not quite all the way back the way they used to be. My neck has shrunk so that, I mean, I'm not, I'm 57. But, and I, I, I always had a skinny neck and it wasn't skinny anymore. And I thought, well, it's just part of getting old. When I, you know, like put my neck, you know, just kind of like relaxed, right? I'll have, I've got new little wrinkles on my neck that have formed because the skin is flabby because the goiters are going down. So I just, you know, like, I want to let everybody know that that, oh, the other thing, before I finish, I got to tell you another symptom that goes with it, the hot flashes. The hot flashes are caused in some cases, at least mine. I had a vitamin D deficiency in the past, and it's how I happen to know. But the thyroid makes three hormones, T4, T3, and calcitonin. And calcitonin responds to another hormone that's made with your parathyroids that are four little glands that sit on your thyroid. Particularly in women, when they go through menopause, they have issues with parathyroid going crazy. And what parathyroid does is it is released when your body thinks that you don't have enough calcium in your blood. And so if you don't have enough calcium, it will go after your bones. 
and it will pit your bones for calcium and put that in the blood. And it does it because the kidneys are caked up with fluoride and calcium and the renal tubules aren't working right. But anyways, so you get this excess calcium in your, in your bloodstream. Well, the body senses that. And calcium is like an insulator. You know, it's not a conductor. It's an insulator of electric impulse. And if you get too much calcium in your blood, things that run by nerve stop working, like your heart. And so the body has a backup hormone, calcitonin, that will cause you to heat up like you ran a mile, and it will make you perspire. And it does this so all your blood vessels dilate and you dump out calcium. So you don't have a heart attack. So anyways, I know that there's some other stuff that goes with it because I experienced that, especially in New Hampshire. Some of it might have been paranoia, but some of it was real. And you couldn't tell me otherwise. And I, th I found out like the Masons chase people around that they think are schizophrenic. And like you were saying, you know, the fusion centers and the cops and everybody in this new war on people with mental health problems. But, you know, I think that they are chasing us around. And then you get people, you know, that go crazy, that go kill a whole bunch of people. And so then they get afraid of all people that have been labeled, you know, and it's not right. But that, I think, is part of what's going on is they're trying to see if you have a bad temper by provoking you or I don't know what, but, you know, making sure you're not doing something in your house you're not supposed to. Maybe that's why there's the break-ins. I, you know, it's hard to say. But well, it's a, I think... It's an easy fact. It, it's an easy fact to look up that part of what they're doing is proving that they can take a person and uh, modify their behavior. Uh, that's all well, yes. over. And then, Richard, the thing is, is like some of the symptoms, if you listen to any of us on a bad day, you got to say, if you didn't know the person, you'd say they're schizophrenic, okay? I, I, I'll own up to it, you know? I just want to raise my hand. I've had those symptoms. If you, if I had to look at me and I didn't know me, I would say, geez, you got to, you know. They have known since way back in the 1950s that bromide causes the symptoms of schizophrenia. Not in all cases, schizophrenia isn't always caused by bromide, but they knew that, and it's called bromism. And if you look up bromism, along with hypothyroid and low iodine, you'll see that, you know, a lot of the symptoms are related. And this bromism, they said, you know, like they had to release patients because they had bromide poisoning. They used to put bromide in some sort of Pepto-bromide pill or something, I guess. Like it was probably like Pepto-Bismol. And that's where people were getting it from, you know. Well, bromide uh, isn't gonna isn't gonna give you gang stalking, and it's not gonna no, give you no. Once you once uh, you labeled crazy by a doctor, Richard, once they label you as having a mental defect, that's when you start getting chased around. But yeah, you become a target. It, 
and and once you yes, once and you they're doing all kinds of horrible things. Yeah, well, it doesn't make you schizophrenic to become a target. Uh, the labeling is simply not there at all until they put it there, and people have lived. Uh, throughout their lives uh, into their 60s and 70s without any kind of labeling, and that's just simply not the way schizophrenia or delusional uh, or any of the other mental labelings that is placed upon them, uh, it doesn't work that way. So, uh, Right, so since the 1970s, Richard... Since the 1970s, Richard, they've been using the bromide on our beds and on our furniture, and you can well, breathe they, it in. Well, they also it, had lead. They also had lead in all of our paint that painted our I bedrooms lead paint and houses, and and all of that too. And uh, every time you turn around, they're coming up with something that we've been in contact with and used and and had around us all the time, including uh, radiation from uh, uh, atom bombs being exploded on the uh, U.S. territory uh, in the deserts and so on and so on. But the thing about it is, is that's not what all of this is about. What all this is about is making money. And they cannot make money... Uh, Obama put seven billion dollars out there. Uh, Trump put eight point six billion dollars out there, and all of these people running around like chickens, saying, "Where are we going to get the patients from? We got to have patients, or we don't get no money." So this is they true, and it patients. makes an industry. You look at during the recession. The biggest, the biggest industry that was building through the recession when none of us could find work was the medical industry and the pharmacies. You know. Yeah, and, but, and the pharmacies have this, been this, doing What I'm wrong. telling you will make them a lot of money if you dumb down the smartest people in the country, people with high IQs, people that might speak out. If you cause them a disease that causes their IQ to be lowered. And they have noticed that people that that's how they actually know how, where to iodize the population. They do it through the milk and they do it through the salt. And, you know, it's also supposed to be in fish, but if they notice that people that didn't have enough iodine in places where there was goiters, the IQ was something like 30 points less in places that they had access to marine life, and that's why they decided to iodize to begin with. They know that bromide lowers IQ, and they know that it replaces iodine, so why did they put it in all of our homes? Because if they get rid of us, then they can take over the land. And I mean by this by other countries and greedy people. You know, and you you don't want people that are dragging the system down. You don't want people who use the social services, which I didn't until I became disabled with this. But, um, you know, if you think about the money that's to be made in other ways from from this, you know. 
and then you scare well, the them. Experimentation you... is, it, the experimentation is the big thing. And here's a thought to ponder on. Uh, one thought is, is if you were going to do a lot of experimentation and get paid and make an awful lot of money by doing so, the first thing you don't want to do compared to the first thing you must do is you don't want to do it to mental patients. You want it to you want to do it to people who are normal so that you can get a full evaluation of exactly what your efforts and experimentations are creating and doing. If you do it yeah. to someone that's, that's already mental if you're doing it to someone that's already mental, you're not gonna get the same readout. Yeah. You want to know what it's gonna do to a normal human being, but you can't do that without some normal people involved in I, the I wasn't the world. most normal of people, but I owned a business for 10 years. I worked two jobs and went to college, and I worked as a, you know, I didn't make it through college because I got sick and I've had a bone disease and, you know, I've had my problems, but I ended up going back to work as a drafter and having a job, and then all of a sudden, I couldn't hold a job. I even went back to the sign industry, and I worked there for a while, but once I moved to New Hampshire, I could not hold a job. Well, I Roma got fired didn't, for no reason. Roma didn't do that. Roma didn't do that. Well, I what get rid of my debt. I'm just saying that what is happening is what these people, including the Bromad, is is doing to all of us, but a little at a time. Now the number is growing slowly. And yeah, well, there's people, people who have Lyme's in. disease that have the EMF sensitivity. Lyme's well, Lyme disease is, is also connected to about military. five different other uh, things like uh, Candida and uh, the new, Mold some of the new fungus. bacteria that is going on. The biofilms. Uh, well, I mean, in other words, you can't you can't come out and say fibromyalgia. You can't come out and say uh, anything in particular because all of that is connected, and no one's done the research yet and come flat out and said, "Oh, that's what it is. It's the uh, fibromyalgia." You you can't say that because Lyme disease and well, believe this or not, Lyme disease is connected to syphilis also. It's connected yeah, it's to many, many, many kinds of bacteria. It's a spirochete type of bacteria. And it, and it could be the syphilis one. And it could be syphilis was a term used for all kinds of things back in the old days. And they treated it with lichen, which is what the first antibiotic penicillin was discovered by lichen landing in a petri dish you know the lichen that grows on trees you know and there was a lichen in iceland the icelandic moss it was named incorrectly but that was like a prized substance and they, the egyptians used it it was even in the tombs and then there's another thing that they used and that was seaweed and they used that as an antifungal and 
you know, like a lot of drugs were made from marine products, which all got wiped out of our knowledge. Well, it's like this right here. Bacteria is one of the smartest organisms on the planet, and it's been around forever. So, yeah, Yeah. every time you uh, decide, uh, hey, guess what I found about seaweed? Guess what I found out about this, that, and the other stuff that we found in the rainforest that is against bacteria? And everybody buys it and takes it home to their house and uses 10 or 15 different kinds of antibacterial this and that and the other every day for a year. Well, all you've done and then they wonder what's wrong is open up. All you've done is open up a classroom to educate bacteria. Yeah. Well, another thing too. Another thing bacteria. too is that people, we aren't hearing about things. I don't know if you ever heard about it, but did you ever hear about like the Iraqis getting the wheat that contaminated all their soil and killed people from our country oh yeah yeah and and okay that the reason uh, that happened was because it had mercury on it and everywhere they dumped it their soil is contaminated and their water got contaminated and they have a disease that looks like parkinson's but they call it the wheat disease or the mercury disease i can't remember which but all that seed they bought tons and it was saddam hussein who made the purchase long before he was the leader it was in 1970 or before just a little bit before that they bought it they thought they were going to have a you know it was a drought year or something and they were going to have a famine and so he bought seed from mexico and the united states and they didn't label it as having a poison on it and the people were so hungry that some of them ate it and died there's about 300 people who died right away from eating it. But wheat is an accumulator of mercury. And so once it gets into the field, the wheat takes it up. They've been diagnosing people with celiac disease left and right in our country, not ever telling them that the real problem is that they've got mercury in their system from the wheat. And every time they eat wheat, it gets worse. You know, they're adding to the, their toxic load. And, you know, like, like, then they had just recently the cereal had Roundup in it, you know, and it's like, that's been going on since 2012. I know because I had cereal that made me really sick. Well, you know, know, once uh, I went at the age of, at the age of 12, I was eating a popsicle standing at the edge of my horse pasture and it was summertime. And one little old drip, I was trying to make sure I didn't drip none of that popsicle, but one little old drip of that popsicle fell off the end of the stick, past my finger, hit the ground, and I'm standing there going, oh, I dripped a drop. And while I finished off that popsicle, even at the age of 12, I had enough sense to know that that one little drip of popsicle had become a part of this whole planet. Yeah. So anything you put out there is going to become a part of this whole planet. It may take a while, but the molecules 
will mix somewhere along the way, and it'll either have a good effect or a bad effect. A few minutes after it hit the ground, there was ants and flies and uh, trying to come and get them a little taste of that. And I sat down and I realized anything you put into this planet should be regulated and, in fact, confined or done away with. But you got every farmer, grass cutter, yard garden grower or flower, they all used Roundup. And well, you know a source of all... lead? You know what a source of lead is? People think that, oh, somebody renovated my house and they must have thrown the painted boards out in the yard because they try to grow a garden. They used to get rid of grubs with lead acetate. I couldn't believe it when I read it. It's like it was in a garden book I got from the library from the 1970s, and that's what they used. It was lead acetate on the soil to get rid of grubs. Well, all the old shops, the truck stops, the car shops, the manufacturers, the parts stores, the places, all the old car batteries used to simply be piled up. There wasn't nothing they could do with them. Nobody bought them. Nobody tried to recondition them. Nobody wanted them because of the acid. Even the junkyards wouldn't take them at that time. So they stacked them on top of each other in the backyard or in the backfield somewhere and they just yeah, over the ravine. decay and all the acid and lead run right out into the ground. So yep. it became a part of everything. But I will say as far as your uh, efficiencies, if you eat everything you need to eat, and you make sure that you put the things in your body that you need to put in your body, your body will take care of itself. As far as detoxing... I agree with you. Detox, of course, but don't put stuff in your body that you don't need. Even no, but like detox, I started using there, things... I didn't do any, I tried a detox kit back when I was in New Hampshire and I missed a day of work because it made me so loopy. So I never used that, but I've done like detoxing through my skin, you know, and like, like sometimes now I'm still soaking my feet. Now I'm using clay on my feet, but I mean, like I never did anything like I've seen people say borax, drink borax and I haven't done anything like that. Uh, you won't hear me but, say borax, but uh, anyway, uh, put put the good stuff. Well, it in won't your hurt body. you, but I mean, I I'm not leery of doing weird stuff. But I mean, like different foods, I've used, and I mean, I even use well, light. Well, if somebody that's what I, I'm just simply saying. I'm just simply saying, if you come up with a a, a deficiency of uh, iodine, then Eat the foods and drink the drinks and stuff that you need to replace the iodine instead of trying to just go and buy a a bottle of iodine and trying to put it in your system because your body takes care of those things 
as long as you do what you're supposed to do, and that's eat the right things. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, like I told you, I was avoiding, I, I didn't even own iodized salt. I had to go buy some. But you have to eat a half teaspoonful of iodized salt to get, in, you know, like to get the recommended daily allowance. Isn't that awful? It's like, there's no way. I I'm 60. I'm 60 years old. Uh, plus two. And I, for the last... Last three years, so sixty, yeah, about about fifty eight or fifty nine, two two and a half to three years ago, I I got a big time checkup. I don't take any medication for anything, and I eat all the salt I want. I eat all the sugar I want. I eat all of everything I want, but in the same process, I make sure that I get all of the very fruit food groups that we learned in grade school and our health classes. I make sure that I go through those food groups all the time, yeah. and I try to make sure that all of those things that well, maybe I didn't want to eat growing up. I ate them anyway, and it, yeah. paid off. and it paid off. And as far as the things that they're putting in me, because there is more going on. That's what you said. There's, there's more. Well, there is more going on, and the majority of people, if they really knew what was really going on, it it would freak them out so bad they go berserk. But yeah, you have anxiety. You can't. Right. Yeah, but you can't you can't torture your body uh, just like the moles and the the funguses you were talking about and all of that. Uh, none of that. Well, happens. I had it had something going on with my feet, and they'd start. This is after the burning stopped, you know, that was electrical. After I detoxed for heavy metal, I started getting, like, it wasn't athlete's foot. It's just like my feet would turn bright red and they would be sort of itchy and then they would be sore, like, you know, just like the skin was irritated. And, like, if I listen well, to people online, was, I would say, the oh, skin, they were burned, you know, but it did well, look the like burns. Well, the skin was irritated, and the skin was also very slick and smooth, uh, besides being raw and sore. And you know how I get rid your of it? Feet, I couldn't take B12, feet, so I rubbed B12 on my feet, and it disappeared overnight. That's not going to, well, that's, that's not going to stop it, though. It, it, might, it might help you right that very minute with what's going on, but, well, you would be better to know what is happening so that I you do. can go from there to... The B12, then, I wasn't getting from my diet, and I tried... I, I eventually started eating liver once a week. That has B12 in it. But because I don't eat cereal and because I don't eat wheat, I'm not getting my vitamins the way I should. 
And so, and I don't like to take vitamins at all, but I tried taking B12 and I couldn't, oh, it was making my stomach bad. And then I started taking a different type. It's a methyl B12. And that I got a sore throat right after you dissolve it in your mouth. And it just after about three weeks on that, I was like, no, this crap's making me sick. And that's when I started grinding it up and putting it on my feet because it helps fight fungal infections. And I knew that if I wasn't fighting fungal infections, I needed B12. At least that's, you know, what I was coming up with. I was like, you know, and as soon as I put it on, but what it is made out of, it's made out of streptococcal bacteria that they put in, believe it or not, cyanide. And they put a molecule of that in, and the streptococcal bacteria reacts, and the end result is not, it, it's like the residual of strep, and it's a, whatever it turns into fights bacteria and mold and fungus and so people have it put into their diet. You know, they take it as a vitamin. It's made in New Jersey. You look it up online. It's real interesting. But that's how come I started taking it. And that when I couldn't take it through my stomach, I, I think I had an ulcer because I started doing coconut oil because I read that was good for an ulcer. And I knew I had an ulcer. And I took a teaspoon of coconut oil in the morning and one at night. And I finally got rid of my ulcer. I'd had it for a year. And that's also related to, you know, like fungal infections. It's an overgrowth of, of bad bacteria or fungus or mold that grows in your duodendum. But I couldn't eat. It was like if I ate five minutes later, my stomach would like just, oh, it would hurt. And it felt like it was just food was going right through me, you know, like never even being digested you know well that's one of the that's one of the things that is a process of treating fungals and infections and viral type infections and well a, a couple of a couple of things one everywhere that you sweat I didn't sweat uh, at all feet. until I started taking the iodine. Uh, no sweat. I didn't say you didn't were sweating. I just said that on your body, you have normal places that sweat. Yep. Not not you. Not everybody does. I everybody. do now. Okay. On those particular places, your feet your hands, your forehead, behind your ears, around your neck, uh, down your back. Uh, these are the places that things are going to come out of your body at. Now, if the skin in these very places are thinned, in other words, if, if you took a uh, a derma braze or sandpaper type machine that was simply made for the skin and thin it out even more with this dermabrasion, then it can flow out of your body even better. So yeah, the skin has been thinned. 
and the stuff is going out of your body more so, and that is a part of the, and you can look it up, but that is in fact the part of a medical protocol to remove fungals and infection from your body. No kidding. And that's and that's what makes your feet red and sore and probably your hands smooth and slick uh to the touch is like you touch something in it or rub your forehead and something feels really uh you know soft and smooth and the little sticky uh micro or biofilm that uh people think are coming out of their body when in fact their skin has been uh glazed and dumb abrased to the point that it's thin layered enough that uh they can put the chemicals in you and it will pour right out of you, especially in your groin area. Uh, it, it's uh, on myself. I can speak for on myself. Sometimes it, it just as wet as it all can be in in my groin area, even when it's not hot and I haven't sweated. It's like so. I took a that's good, where all long, the toxins land because it's the low point. Well, no. the skin, the skin around what? both sides of my groin yeah. has been dermabrased until it's almost transparent. I can almost see the muscle under the tissue of my, oh my skin. God. And, it, oh. And, it, and you can plainly see where the skin was cut down to nothing on both sides, and both sides pour on a regular basis. My hands are done. There's usually this black-looking, brownish-looking chemical uh, on my hands sometimes and on my legs and feet uh, sometimes. Now, that is a uh, thing called uh, silver nitrate. They use it for... Uh, burn victims to hold down the infection uh, and they're putting it right on my skin and they well my feet end up raw and red and slick uh, all the time and it's nothing that I did and it's nothing that my body is doing on its own I've tested it to the hilt People are coming and going from me, and they are doing this either as experimentation, as a cover-up, or some way to get data or information, or possibly to just simply get rid of the fungals and infections, uh, or to just completely knock me off, use me for fish bait, confiscate my organs, whatever you want to add to the whole programs that we know are out there. But yes, every day, every night, I'm getting drugged, medically worked on, and psychiatrically worked on. Because guess what else kills fungals and parasites? 
in New Hampshire when North I was Carolina. there, I had, I had, I noticed like there was this brown on my wall. And when I'd moved in, I'd washed all the walls down and, you know, I cleaned it really well, you know, and I didn't smoke inside. So I knew it wasn't nicotine and the walls were all painted, but I'd come home and there'd be brown on the wall. And it was after I bought a, a tablet and I was taking a picture and it was like, God, it even looks strange through the camera, you know, where that brown is. And so I went over and I wiped it and I wiped off this brown stuff. So I was like, I don't know what the hell this is, but I, I went and got some bleach and water and some laundry soap and got the mop out and washed the wall. And my tinnitus stopped and I thought, that's weird. And I felt better. And I think it was like a long weekend and I stayed home. I felt better for like three days. And I left and I came home and my door was unlocked. And I was like, geez, I thought I shut the door. I thought I locked it. You know, it was kind of strange. And there was brown spray on my wall again. And so I thought that was kind of queer. And so I washed it again. And then I think I got laid off from work and, and, you know, I'd washed the walls and I wasn't out very much, but it started happening again. And I was like, this is, it was too freaking bizarre. And one time I made a divider for between the kitchen and the living room out of tissue paper. You know, I stretched it. I made this thing out of sticks, you know, what wasn't sticks. It was like a bamboo thing. And then I put tissue paper over it with Elmer's glue. So it was kind of, it looked like a Chinese kind of divider. And I came home one day and it was wet. And I was like, how did that get wet? And I'm looking all around and I can't find any leaks in the ceiling or anything, you know. And I hadn't been home, you know, for a while. So it couldn't have been me because it would have dried out. And then I noticed my couch is messed up. I had a slip cover I made and I never, well, not the couch, but the chair. I never sat in the chair. I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And then I started looking at the walls and there was like four or five different brown spray marks. And I was like, I couldn't figure out who or why. It was just too, I know that happened. I mean, I would wipe them down until there would be nothing on the cloth. And then it would come back if I left the house and I could stay home and it wouldn't. So I know what you're saying about people going in and out of your house. I don't know what it was. You know, maybe they were burning something downstairs. You know, I don't know, but it just, it was kind of weird. Well, so I know what you're saying. In, well, they're putting stuff in and on your body also. Yeah. One time I came home and on my kitchen counter that I'd left clean was one of those little silicone things that you find in food that says, do not eat poison, do not eat. And it was strategically placed in the center of my counter. Now, tell me what that was about, you know. And, and like, if you told anybody about that, they'd just say, you're nuts. It fell out of your food, you know, or, you know, you, it was just little stupid things like that that you can't say for sure, you know. Somebody didn't put it there. Yeah, somebody put it there. Yeah. And it was deliberate. Yeah deliberately put there for you. Well, the thing about it is, is uh, electricity, 
radiation, uh, all types of chemicals and drugs are also being used on targeted individuals, and those things also kill fungals. They kill fungals. Absolutely. You put some fungals in your microwave oven, they ain't going to fare too good. Oh, that's true. It's radiation. I mean, that's what a microwave Well, radiation does. also will kill out your iodine. But well, I just, I think that, you know, like. Well, I really so you, you wanted to, you wanted to talk about the iodine replacement. That's good. But you need to treat what's causing the iodine deficiency instead of treating, buying iodine every month. Just go ahead and get rid of the fungals and the parasites and all of that stuff that's in your body. And you won't need to continue buying the iodine. Well, I think, I mean, I don't think that I'll have to stay on it forever. In fact, like today I didn't take it because yesterday I took it and I started feeling lethargic. And that means that you've taken you, too much. You will, you will, ma'am. You can't take you too much. To if continue. Well, you'll have to continue taking it because uh, I'll tell you what iodine will kill. That's the fungals. But there's something that the iodine won't kill. And that's the parasites. I don't think I and have as long parasites, as they're, so. These fungals carry parasites. In fact, certain types of parasites create the fungals. Huh. How do you know that you have them? Well, do you have any... Uh, mole-looking things on your body, any uh, scabby places, any open uh, sores or wounds, or maybe look like bites? Do you have itchy, crawling feeling sometime? Uh, um, I have, and I developed these long before any of this targeting ever started. These things that kind of look like a wart, but they're not really a wart. They're red. And they're a bump. And I had I got one on the back of one, you know, like behind your shin, you know, on that muscle. I, I got one there way back. And then I developed another one on the ankle on the other foot. And then I had two on my thigh. And And those have disappeared mostly. But they're, they're just, they almost look like an ingrown hair, but they're not. And I, the first one I got, I went to the doctor over because I thought I had cancer. And he's like, oh, that's not bad. And I tried, I thought, well, it's an ingrown hair or something. And I tried to dig it out and I still have it. And my gosh, 20 years has gone by. You know, and I don't know what it is. It's flat now, but it was raised. The one on my ankle is raised. Well, that's so some type those... of parasite. Parasite or bug. Yep, absolutely. And there's many, many other TIs that will come along and tell you the same thing. Uh, not all of them describe it the same way you do, but our observation of what's happening sometimes varies from one thing to another when, in fact, it's always down the same alley. So... 
If you if you had the fungals, chances are you had the parasites. And if you had the parasites, iodine might help the fungal, but it's not going to kill the parasites. Well, you know, one of the reasons, you know, it's a stupid reason, but like I was wondering if I had limes or syphilis, which is the same kind of thing. And I read that long ago they used potassium iodide to get rid of syphilis. And I was like, well, it could hurt and it works on the fungus. And, you know, that was part of my reasoning. And then I read it helps with detoxing. There were so many things that I read about it helping that it was like, that's why I tried it. And, you know, then, you know, like my neck and realizing what my diet was and I was deficient and I, all the sources that it's come, you know, like the supplements in our diet that are put in, I wasn't getting, you know, but. Well, well you're deficient but, uh, for two reasons. You're deficient because of what you have wrong with you. And then. The other reason is uh, what you're receiving uh, for experimentation or some type of treatment or, well, I heard a gentleman comment that his uh, family member was at the hospital, the doctor was looking at the very type of places that you're talking about. One was behind his ear. Uh, one was on his the back of his neck. And the doctor, he had they had cut some off away from his nose and some other places. And the doctor looked at the gentleman's ear and then looked at the other doctor and said, well, at least it's not terminal yet. Maybe we can still help him. Because they know what it is. And they're getting rid of it uh, without you knowing about it. Uh, yeah, I know it might, shake people, it, it might shake people up a little bit to know that when they wake up and their feet are all red and sore and and feel kind of slick and shiny uh, that someone, while they were sleeping, were scrubbing the skin away on their feet. I don't know. I mean, there was a couple times in New Hampshire that I woke up and it seemed like the door slammed and that's what woke me up. I don't know what it was. Well, you know, there but you it go, was like it, and. There, there you go. See, now you gave me the absolute answer that I need, and that is that every time they take control of you, you will not know, you will not remember anything of it, but they got to leave you where you kind of wake up once they're finished. And you may wake up early enough to actually see someone, because I have, and you may wake up and walk to the door, if the door is open, look out the door and see a car 
someone looking, checking, making sure you're up and about and moving around because what's the what's the first thing the anesthesiologist does when you go to the hospital after you come out of your anesthesia? What, what do they do? They come to your room where you are and check on you to make sure you're okay. Hmm. Yeah. That's a scary thought. I can, I mean, you know, I it's was. It's not a thought, ma'am. They do it to I me was every petrified day back then. And, and I mean, I, I can imagine, I was waking up, like I said, with my eyes open and I was getting the shocks and it was uh, so horrible. Wait till you wake up. Wait till you wake up with your shirt torn and you just lay down or your sock, one of them turned inside out and the other one not. Or <sighs> wake up. Uh, with your clothes completely taken off and left in the floor with someone hollering, we got to go, he's ta- he's coming out of it, we got to go. And I, I have video also of someone in my truck with me oh laying in the back seat of my truck while I was asleep. I have recordings uh, nightly and daily of me laying there breathing, you can hear me breathing, and you can hear the machines they're using on my body in my truck. Holy. The difference is, uh, under hypnosis and mind control, you're not going to remember any of it. If you get any bits and pieces, it's because it's when you they first started on you. Yeah, After a while, I, I they know, get better. I, After I a went while, to a dentist. They get better. They get better and better at what they do as time goes. Well, I went to a dentist, and then I started having a reaction, and I went to the hospital because the dentist was gone. And... Nobody else would see me because it was his work, you know. And so I went to the hospital that ran the dental clinic. And they told me I had celiac disease. And I'm like, you're so freaking full of shit. You know, and I didn't believe them. And I went to another emergency room. And they called the first one and threatened me with a psych evaluation if I didn't go get my intestine biopsy. You know, and I already had been diagnosed. And I was like. Jesus, you know, I'd never heard of such a thing, you know, and it's like, I just want the filling material taken out of my head because it's making me sick. My eye, I'm walking in the walls. I wasn't like this before the dental work. And, you know, my eyes are running. My nose is running. My mouth is sore. My gum is sore. Oh, you know, and boy. It was, you know, well, see, there and you go. There you go. That you was just, the start of it. And then I started off, getting. You just named off uh, several more symptoms. Eyes yeah. Watering, well, then I mouth yeah, watering, well, walking in the walls. That's drugs. And, that's and then, drugs. You were yeah. Drugged. That that's what I thought, or I thought I had some awful nasty infection that I caught from the dentist. Then my eyes turned uh, red, and then they started being awake. You know, this is like in two months' time. I went to another dentist to have it. Um, have him work on me and he was he wouldn't he said I had to go to a 
oral surgeon. I went to the oral surgeon and he told me it will settle down in a week. He says, I promise, you know, and he was, he was kind of gruff and I'd cried. And then he told me, you know, I was going to pay and he says, no charge. And then he started telling me it would settle down in a week. And I didn't believe him. And I went back and I talked to the receptionist because she'd put me in touch with these dentists. And she says, well, why don't you just try the diet? And so I was like, yeah, okay. If I drop dead, I want you to tell all my family that they told me I was allergic to wheat when I had a tooth problem, you know? And after less than a week, I was waking up in the morning and I wasn't stuffed up and my gut was, I'd never had a normal gut in my life. I didn't know that I didn't, but it was such a change. And over the course of the next six months, I had so many things, like I had asthma that went away, mostly. You know, I had so many things get better, but I lost my vision, you know, and I get these gray circles around my irises. And, you know, like, like I said, I wake up with my eyes already open and I was taping my eyes shut and I had days that I couldn't, it was like I could see, but I couldn't process what I was seeing. And then it felt like somebody took over my eyes, just like everybody else says. It was like I'd see these floaters and it would be like my eyes weren't even moving right. You know, it was just well, so bizarre. Comply, and it was in that time I lost my first job. You know, if you comply, if you comply to what they want you to do, then that's what you're going to expect. Uh, when when she told you to try this and, and you decided to do so, uh, you might have got some what you would consider benefit from it. But I guarantee you what they were doing to you uh, it helped them more than it did you. Well, I never let them biopsy my gut. I was like, no freaking way. I let them take out a tooth and put they don't the filling. Have they don't have to biopsy your gut. They didn't. They're not. I was like, no freaking way. They, you know, stick a hole in your gut and you can die. You know, and Considering how New Hampshire handled my tooth, it was like, you know. Well, it wasn't your tooth. It, it wasn't your tooth causing all of that. That was great. I think it was the filling material. Yeah, I think, too. I think, like, he injected me. Maybe he put mercury in me or something. Well, you know, the dentist might maybe not that have had was... anything to do. The dentist may have not had anything to do with it. You said you went home that night, and... Uh, yeah, I woke up the next well, morning sick. Yeah, well, it could have happened during the night is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it could have tied in. They know that you've been treated. Yeah. If you were, If you went to bed fine and you woke up that way, trust me, if the dentist had done anything, you'd have known it before you went to bed. Well, I had Novocaine. And, you know, like you yeah. feel, you know, you've had a tooth worked on, you know, like you, you don't feel it and you kind of. Yeah, but I don't walk around with bed. my eyes watering and mouth watering and uh, well, that was staggering in the walls. It happened like the next day and then 
It was the weekend. Exactly. And I went to the emergency room because the dentist wouldn't see me the Friday. He wasn't there, you know, and he wasn't going to be back for like three weeks. But your symptoms, you said in the beginning sentence of your conversation, uh, you said similar symptoms that we all have. And the more you talk, the more symptoms that you uh, let out to to be recognized and all of these symptoms do not point to dentists. They point toward the people that are doing what they're doing to us. I'll tell you something. They all, I've, you know, I've been to dentists in Maine all my life, you know, and when I had money, I used to go regularly. And I never experienced such this bizarre, you know, like bizarre behavior, you know, like, like they were handling me with kid gloves or I don't know what it was. It just felt like it just didn't seem like the same old dentist type, you know, the way they used to be. And, you know, it only been like a year, you know, since I'd been. And it just, it was like, you know, like when the oral surgeon wouldn't even pull the tooth, it was a front tooth that the white fillings were in. And it wasn't white fillings. He, another dentist had cut my gum and I had a receded gum line. And so well, after he pulled to, the tooth. Well, and you, also, well you also, also have to be uh, smart enough to stop and realize that you have an infection. That's that what I body, thought. That's a, well. That's why all of this, all of this is happening to you. But they wouldn't give me anything for it. They wouldn't give They're me. They're not going to give you anything for it because if they gave you anything for it, they would have to be admitting that you have it. Number one, which they're not going to do. Then they would end up having mm-hmm. to try to diagnose it, which they're not going to do either. Because the whole plot plan is to keep it secretly covered up to get rid of it without your knowledge. Why else would someone be secretively coming and going from your home, coming and going and doing things to you? Why wouldn't they just knock on your door and say, oh, we're sorry. Uh, You've got to be treated for this uh, thing that you have. And uh, we wanted you to know so we can go ahead and start appointments for you to come in, come by and, and do this uh, because there's a cover-up. You They're just reminded me of something. I got to tell sure you this one. The more you... A Sunday morning, okay? And I, I was, you know, I was still working at the time. And I hadn't got up yet. And I was still in bed. And I hear this bang, 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 bang on the door, you know, and, the door was shared with the upstairs neighbor and she didn't go out and I heard it again. So I got up and I go to the door and it's a Jehovah's witness guy, but I didn't know it at the time. And he's like, you know, trying to give me a brochure. And I'm thinking it's Sunday. Why are you here on a Sunday? And I looked down and his car is from Maine. And I'm thinking, boy, that's kind of odd that you'd come to New Hampshire 
And then he asked me this weird question. And I never had visitors there. I mean, I'd moved down there for a job and I didn't know anyone really. And I didn't bring anybody I knew home, you know. He says, is this your only way out? This door, is this your only way out? I was like, what the hell kind of question is that? You know, it was like so bizarre. I was like, what's it to you, buddy? You know, I I just ignored him. You know, like I just kind of like, look, but it was the weirdest question. Somebody coming knocking at my door. And then another time there was somebody knocking at the door. I'd been upstairs. I I was like a hermit because I'd lost my job. and I didn't go out. So I, I go out. It's the guy downstairs, and he runs off. And I'm like, huh. And he's out in the middle of the road, and he's motioning to three other guys that were in the road to go back. I think they were going to rob my place. But it was like, those are about the only two knocks I got at my door, aside from a census worker. Well, it was like whenever, whenever I had company, it wasn't good. <laughs> Well, he wasn't wanting to know if that was your only way out. He was wanting to know if that was his only way in. Yeah. Apparently. Something. Yeah. I just, it was the most bizarre, you know, like, you didn't look like a religious person. You know, and it was kind of like he had the magazine, but, uh, and it was like, you know. It just was weird. Well, they and pose on Sunday as, of all times. Yeah, well, they pose as many different people, many different cars, trucks, even work bands and work trucks, and uh, you you to see an ice cream truck pull up in the neighborhood you never saw before. Uh, yeah, I had I had getting Comcast. the wrong address. Oh, I'm sorry, I got the wrong address. Uh, hey, my car's knocked off. Can I use your phone? My phone's dead. Uh, any anything, any way to to get close to you? Because huh. when they're close to you, uh, be assured that. They can put you on pause, uh, roll your sleeve up, give you a little shot in the arm, roll your sleeve back down, uh, walk away, and you not remember them even coming to the door. Oh, my God. You just have a sore arm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and you know what? Pardon me for expressing the truth, uh, although there are some people that uh, believe that this truth should not be told. And, and I question that because if they're not wanting the truth to be told, are they also uh, part of the group trying to keep it secret or not? But would you rather be lied to misled, misinformed, or or know the truth. Yeah. Well, you know, and, uh, it's easy to believe some of the theories that some people come up with. But then, you know, like, 
it, I'm sure that the weaponry is there and that it's possible, but I don't think that they would go to that extreme of spending so much money on. They don't. They don't have to. Yeah. They don't need. They don't need all of that stuff to do what they're doing. And I'll no, I think it's environmental. You, well. Uh, it's it's also uh, residential. Environmental being food, food, drink, water, and your home inside and out, all the stuff it's made out of, you know. I, I think it's, you know, it's got a lot to do with, with that and with the chemicals, you know. The combination well, of everything. Most all TIs, most all TIs are sick. They have something wrong. They're all experiencing, as you said yourself, similar, same symptoms, and it's because they all have the similar, same thing, which means that it all came pretty much from the same place. Yeah. But. If you add to that, that they're also receiving the same stuff. They might have a different observation or opinion, which they have a right to. Yeah. But it's going on in their home, on their bodies, in their bodies with drugs and chemicals, and it's happening on a regular basis, and they don't know anything about it. Now, when mine started, I'm a I'm a testing sort of a guy. If I if I see the littlest thing out of place, I notice it. And I started testing every little thing in a way to find out if I if I wasn't sure about an answer, I come up with a way to be sure. You know I what I did? That. I started recording things on my tablet and guess what? It mysteriously, while I was inside looking at another apartment, got a cracked screen. Then it wouldn't charge and it wouldn't work. And then when I finally got it working, I went to show somebody and the stuff was gone. And another time I had my computer hooked up. This is after I moved to Maine. I had my computer hooked up. And I put the video. I've got a video camera. And I put that near the doorway. So if anybody came in. And when I came home. My computer was all the way off. Like the power had gone out. And I was like huh. So I looked at the computer. All the records for that date. I think I was in Windows at the time, Windows Seven, and if you looked up, I can't even remember the folder, but there's there's different files that become dated when you turn your computer on, so they would have that day's date. And I think it was I think it was the next day that I went to look, probably, you know, to see what happened. You know, when did it turn off? And I couldn't find the startup files for that day. They, it completely wiped out the whole day. You know, like there was no startup files for June 23rd or whatever day it was, you know. Well, just so you there can was say like that someone, 
that someone took the time to tell you the factual truth. Uh, you must know that the main objective is to deplete all of your assets, have you removed mm-hmm. and put on the street as homeless or mental ward or jail so they have full control of you. Something. Well, you got three options. The, the mental ward, the jailhouse, or the graveyard. That's the end game. Mm-hmm. That's where it's all headed. I think the last one's probably my safest bet. <laughs> well, probably be safer for them too, because uh, if I ever manage to live long enough to get something done about this, or get my hands on a couple of them, it might not be too safe for them. But um, anyway, oh. uh, the reason the, I the main to thing is try not to. Try not to become homeless uh, at whatever oh, I you know. might be able to do. Yeah, because now they're passing laws also that being homeless is illegal. Yep. Yep, I've heard that. I heard the president mention that, and I was a little disappointed in him saying what he said. Well, the bottom line of it is, is if a person is homeless, then they're mental because only a mental person would be homeless. Uh, and, well, if they're mental, they're also probably carrying diseases of all kinds and uh, drug addicts or alcoholics or criminals. So yeah. the homeless have to go. And in the process, they're making the eyes homeless on a regular basis so they can get rid of them too. And, well, there's some organ sales, uh, body part sales, maybe even some insurance policies overseas in another country yeah. with our names on them so that when we go, somebody gets an awful lot of money uh, so they can go ahead and knock us off and go buy their new boat. Yeah. You know something? I thought about that because so many people said that they were type O blood, and type O blood is a universal donor, and it means that your blood and your organ parts are, you know, kind of universal. You know, they can use them on anyone, and so they're desirable. And I, I wondered about that. I once dated a guy who had dated a woman who worked on an ambulance, and he told me never get in an ambulance. And I said, you know, like why? And he, he told me about what she had said, and it's like they don't really try to save people sometimes, you know. And that kind of, I don't know. But what you're saying, you know, I, I met a woman when I was out grounding my feet when I lived in New Hampshire. And she had a hip issue, and I've had one. So, you know, like we kind of talked about that. And she 
told me she was from another country and she had a cadaver bone put in. And I was like, what? And she says, oh, yeah, we, we use cadaver bones in our country. And I was like, oh, God. You know, it, it goes beyond organs. You know, her whole leg was from somebody that died. It's kind of gross. Are you still there? Are you there? Yeah, well, it, yeah, they knocked me off. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to switch to my computer. I've blabbed long enough and probably somebody else wants to turn. But I'll listen to you. How's that? Over the computer. I kind of have to stay next to the wall with a stupid phone. Well, I don't know that there's anybody else there. Oh, really? Yeah, I ain't heard nobody. Oh, okay. Well, I can't see the computer screen, so I'm just talking into the phone. So usually I'm at the computer and I just do yeah. the chat. Well, well, I'll talk. If nobody else is waiting. They just hit me good while they had me off the call. They they knocked me off of personal calls and any other calls long enough to hit me, and, well, they just socked it to me pretty good. What do you mean by hit you? Electric, electronic weapons. Well, was it heat? No, they shot me right in the throat. In your throat? Yeah. Um, makes me cough. If you feel... Yep. If you feel your neck, does it feel normal around like your thyroid near your Adam's apple? Uh, that's right in in my throat, in my voice box. I have ended up losing my voice for weeks because of the hitting they do there. They don't want me talking. They don't want me telling people uh, the truth. They want me to sugarcoat it and say, oh, it's probably fibromyalgia. Uh, it could be just yeast infection. It, uh, I mean, they they don't want me telling people the truth. Well, I think that you made some valid points, and I can't disagree well, with you. And when you look at the... Well, let me you assure at, you... Uh, let me assure you that every single thing I have told you, I have tested to the hilt. And and especially about the feet and the hands. I, I took a, you know what a Sharpie is. I took a Sharpie pen, and in the, in the black dark of night, you can't see that. But I drew lines around my palm. And down to the tips of my fingers, where my fingernails are, on both hands, and did the same on the bottoms of my feet, and around the tops of my feet, and would wake up the next morning, and this Sharpie pencil would be scrubbed completely away. That's not, that's not, uh, how you say, um, making good points. Those are not points. 
No, but it, it, it could be another explanation for that. No, it could be it could be times. that your sweat is your sweat is acidic Well, if that's true, it would be on my bed sheets, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, what will happen is you can absorb things through your skin. And so if your sweat is acidic enough to dissolve it, then your body can actually absorb yeah, it. Yeah, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something else is really possible, too. If a frog had wings, he wouldn't... I know, I know, I know, I know. But, well, I'm just trying to come up with maybe, you know, some no, ma'am. scientific no, I, look, explanation. If I, well, see, there's our problem as TIs. We're always looking for a different observation, a different explanation than the damn truth. Yeah. It, what do you mean, Richard? Most TIs wouldn't know the truth if it snuck up and bit them in the ass. Well, the reason why I mentioned the bromide is because if it's not, I, I know, like you're saying, the gang stalking and stuff, and, and some of the things that you've gone through, I don't doubt at all. But in some cases, some of the symptoms can be caused to begin with by things well, that are in you know what? As the a, bromide as a and person, the iodine Wait a minute, wait a minute. As a medical person myself, I can give you one symptom and find you 20,000 things that are caused that symptom. Yeah. So how much longer after hearing the truth are we going to go on? I don't know. I just know that for myself, I've lost my tinnitus and my eyes have cleared up. And those were two residual symptoms that were well, really, Well, that's really because awful. they have changed the stage of your treatment that you are in. And it could, no it, that's, that's one explanation, but it's just no, very it's not coincidental. an explanation. Well, theory or hypothesis. It ain't either one. one. That's, a, that's a plain, cold fact. Well, it could be. I know it is. But it could also be what I said, too. No, well, you know what? It could be two little green men living up everybody's asshole, too. Do you have internet? Or it could be witches. Or it could be Jesuits. Or spaceships. Or maybe some ancient Egyptians. Do you have internet? Of course I have the internet. I also have... Uh, well, according to you, it dumbs you down about 30 uh, on your IQ. IQ. So look that, up. Yeah, so that look, so that still leaves me at about 121 right now. Look and, up EPA. Uh, look up EPA and bromide. Look up bromide. Look up iodine deficiency. I, I don't have to look it up, sugar. Well, I know what bromide is. I studied bromide. I think it was the eighth grade. Uh, eighth or ninth grade, we had bromide. Did you know it was in the foam rubber and the car and your mattresses? 
Oh yeah, the yeah. Had the Did ingredients you know on, on the tags. If you look at TV? if you look at the tag on the old mattresses, Romai was right, right on on the tag. Well, I never saw that, but. Did you know that it replaces iodine and it causes causes like all kinds of issues with the mind and with the body? Because yeah, and when you does. get your heart broke, it makes your eyes water and mouth water a little too. Oh, but Richard, that's not what happened silly. to you at at uh, when you were banging out the walls. Well, no, you know, I'm just some saying, of what I no, experienced you know what? could have been no, that I'm I was done. paranoid. It could yeah, be well, you know paranoid. what? That's one thing I've never been is paranoid because I know factually what is happening to me and other TIs, and it's not a theory. I, I gave you what I've got if you're not interested in hearing any of the rest of it, and you're not going to pay it in your mind, then I'm wasting my time having this No, I think it's two you. parts. I think that once you get labeled, there's a group of people that are chasing us around and doing weird things, and if you live in the wrong state where the laws might be different, no, you might well, end you, up you're with, a little bit, with a lot a little of bit it. Off on, you're a little bit off on the first step because you were a target before you were labeled. Possibly. Possibly, hell. And then maybe maybe the dentist gave me an extra dose of mercury or something and, and caused me to go over the edge, you know, maybe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe they'll send us a great big fat check because we're so stupid letting them continue getting away with this. I don't expect well, to get any money unless I work for it. You know, I'm not out to sue anyone, but if there, you know, like people talk about this class action lawsuit, I think that if enough people with symptoms, you know, like if enough people would look into environmental toxins that might be in their environment, that might be contributing to it, Honey, if it was environmental toxins doing this to us. Right, but if you, we could identify the, globe, the toxin. Every this, single person on the globe would be affected by these toxins, not just no. a group we call targeted individuals. You didn't hear me. I had low iodine to begin with. And I might have had excess mercury to go with it in my system because the detox has worked, okay? So I had a burden of, and, and another thing is thyroid is an issue. I have McCune's-Albright syndrome and fibrous dysplasia. That's what broke my hip when I was younger. And thyroid is also part of that. I'm just learning. I didn't know that. But thyroid is also another thing that gets affected. So... I had a burden to begin with, and then the you exposure. Just got through saying, you just got through saying a while ago that the majority of Americans have an iodine deficiency. No, I didn't say a majority, but it's becoming more and more widespread that they're finding people with iodine deficiency. 
And wonder where it's, they're getting that information from. Are they they're getting diagnosing that information people. from the? That's right, from the very damn people that diagnosed them with a mental problem when they didn't have one. Right, and they're not telling people because what they usually do is they never measure for iodine in people, and they well, look for if, goiters. If I'm not going to believe, goiters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm not going to believe them. When they tell me that I'm schizophrenic, I'm not going to believe them when they tell me I got an iodine efficiency either. Well, it could account for some of the symptoms that feel like, you know, being. Well, yeah, just tell her she's got an iodine deficiency. She'll go home and research it and blame all of her symptoms on that. And we'll be no, it's not all that. It, it's a, it's like a three-part thing. You really need to wise up. Environmental toxins like the bromide will cause a lot of things in your body to go screwy. And bromide yeah, just happens to be yeah. one that does that to the iodine. And I and never if you heard go of jogging, it. If you go jogging in the middle of I-95, that might cause you some problems too. Well, I wish that people would at least give it a halfway, you know, just a consideration of environmental toxins to see if any of it makes sense for their situation. You know, well, if I well, think that if it was some people there. get it because they already have a burden, you know, like they may have been exposed to other things in their lifetime or they may have health problems that cause them to have you know maybe glandular problems or some sort of problem that their body's not oh yeah 100%. yeah let's blame it on instead of blaming it on what it is no i have a, a million other things no yeah, sure. I, have, Why no, not? I have a disease then we can go on for another 15 or 20 years being targets. Uh, Why not? Well, I have a, no, I think we get targeted because of what we're feeling and describing is going on in our lives is considered not normal. And how we try to explain it sounds anything but sane. It's, you know, like if I went to somebody and said to them when my cereal was bothering me, if I said every morning when I eat my cereal, I'm getting sick and I've tested the milk and it's, I switched to soy. I couldn't drink that. And I switched to this one and that one. And I finally bought almond milk and I drank it. It didn't give me a reaction. But then this morning when I ate my cereal, I wasn't even through the bowl and I started feeling shaky and faint and sick and dizzy. And That's I had drugs. a drug. Yeah, That's it a was. Drug. It was the roundup in the cereal, but it took the FDA. Nah. nah. Yeah, it took if, the if FDA. If it was the roundup in the cereal, everyone in America would be That's shaking true. at the same time. It was, uh, if you My look on God. the celiac group, it was rice checks and corn checks. And oh, they came out with boy. a gluten-free cereal. They got you And everybody, got you everybody on the celiac forums that commented about having trouble with it, mention those two cereals because I wanted to, you yeah. know, like, is it something in it? So I called up GM. They told me to go to the emergency room. And I was like, 
you know, I just want to know what you replace the gluten with because I'm having a reaction with it. She says, well, we don't have to declare anything less than if it's less than 2%. And I says, well, can you tell me what it was? So, you know. So, so somebody's says, leaving to- a note. Let me get this right. Somebody's leaving a piece of paper in a specific spot where you can see it that says something about poisons right there where you can see and read it. That was and you're long calling after. a cereal company. Well, this the cereal happened before that that silicone thing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it was before or after. They they were trying. But to if I had gone you, to the they were trying to wise you up, and you refused to see it. Uh, let, let me just say one more thing to you. You cannot teach, nor can you learn without an open mind. I agree with you. And I do have an open well, mind. Well, you're trying to convince me that it's the cereal. And I said no. beside, I said beside uh, a family of people just a few weeks back. And every one of the kids and some of the adults had the same kind of cereals you're talking about. And nobody was shaking. They recalled it. <coughs> it was on the news about two weeks ago. Well, dear, believe whatever you want to believe. But if you want to hear the truth, ask me. That's what I'm going to tell you. Whether you want to accept it as the truth or not is certainly up to you. But I'm telling you, that's why we're still out here trying to get some things done, and nothing, by the way, is being done because everyone would rather look for 20,000 other different explanations. Everybody thinks it's their neighbor or they think it's spy satellites or drones or, you know, every the, the electric Well, meters. I got a new one. Well, I got a new one for you. I call him Mr. Third Party. Because there's always someone, there's always something going on in the background around each and every one of us. And all of the things you just mentioned, the smart meters, the 5G, the neighbors, family members even, all of that is involved. It's not... See, everybody's trying to find one thing. It ain't one thing. It's many things. It's the direction you go in. You can go in rabbit holes all day and find a piece of information in each one, but that hole's going to end somewhere, and you're going to be starting all over again. If you take the information and head in the right direction, you might actually get somewhere. And even these people know that I know. They don't even try to hide it from me anymore.
I guess you hung up. No, I'm still here. I just don't know what to say because I consider what you're saying and, you know, as well, part of the TI community, it was very difficult to not believe all that I was hearing was what was causing it. And when I came up with some answers for myself, I thought sharing them might help others. Because I know, like, I don't know if you remember Connie that used to come on the calls. Yeah, Connie. With the hot sauce. Well, when she used to come on with the hot sauce, I used to laugh at her. All right. And I finally, I tried that. I couldn't figure out why it worked. It didn't keep working, but it worked for a little while. It got rid of my tinnitus. So I started investigating that and why well, it might whoa, work whoa, in the line. Whoa, wait a minute. And wait it a minute. did work, wait a minute. but it was working because it was reducing wait, substance P, which hold is on, inflammation. Hold on. Hold on. I, I don't like to get confused, but right now I'm confused because... When you said you wiped the brown stuff off the wall, your tonight has stopped. Yep. That was in New Hampshire, well, though. Uh, I don't okay, have it so here. It stopped with the, it stopped with the uh, hot sauce and cleaning the wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, then not not doing them together. I mean, I I mean, I have used bleach in my home because that's what I usually use to clean with. You know, I'll put like a little bit of bleach in the water and put soap in too. Well, you want me to tell you why your tinnitus stopped? Why? Because they stopped it. I don't know. It's too coincidental. Well, but one is true. One is true. And one is not, but your tinnitus can't stop for two different reasons. No, well, here's here's another thing. Chloride, and I didn't know this at the time, but when I had anxiety, I was given this drug that I couldn't afford to buy the whole prescription of. And I went to the pharmacy trying to buy part of it. And the woman came out from behind the counter and told me I shouldn't. You know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but it's the same ingredient as it was Benadryl, but I could buy the store brand. I was at Walmart. I could buy the store brand, and she showed me that it had, I can't remember if it's 25 or whatever, units of HCL, and that was the exact same thing that was in the drug I couldn't afford to buy. And so I bought that. It was $5. I was paying 10 for like maybe two days worth of pills. So I bought this stuff and it would work on my anxiety and then I wouldn't use it. It was a histamine thing. Okay. So there's a, and sometimes with that, my tinnitus would stop. Sometimes it wouldn't, but sometimes it would. And it always went down. Chloride. Well, you know, a lot of people. Hydro, a lot of wait people. a second. Hydrogen chloride, which or chlorine. I'm not sure what the correct, you know, it's HCL. And I think there's a minus after it, so it is probably chloride. Um, that is a halogen, okay? And if you remember what I was telling you about halogens, fluoride, iodide, you know, fluorine, chlorine, iodine. Oh, what's the other one? Bromide. And then the one that begins with A. There's five of them. Those all 
interact. Chloride won't go to your thyroid like bromide and iodine and fluoride. And for some reason, using chloride, you know, Clorox on the walls, you know, maybe I was breathing in the chlorine or maybe it was doing something to remove the bromide fumes that were in the air. For some reason that worked, but it was a halogen. I stopped using fluoride because of the hot flashes and I was going through menopause and I I was floored when I figured out I was drinking tea because I thought coffee had gluten in it because it was giving me hot flashes and it was making me sick and it was the water in town that was highly fluoridated in New Hampshire and I started drinking distilled water and my hot flashes went away for a while and then I got my hot flashes back when I ate chicken and I looked it up turns out you know that chicken and tea I, I could drink Coke in a can, but I couldn't drink it in a bottle. I'd get a hot flash. But it turns out all those things have fluoride in it. One time I bought a bottle of spring water by mistake, and I ended up getting hot flashes from that, and it turns out that spring water has more fluoride in it than tap water. So anyways, fluoride is another halogen that affects you. So this bromide thing doesn't seem too far off. And if you think about it, like everybody's complained about their beds and they, you know, like they're making the cages for their bed because the radio waves and, and, you know, like they're getting rid of their bed, buying air mattresses and they can't sit in certain places and the springs, if there's springs. And we all think that it's electricity bouncing off the springs or something. But actually like the computer and the foam rubber and the plastics that your TV's made out of, all that is loaded with bromide and it makes a dust. So, so, and it gets into the air. And so these things, the other halogens, you know, they intermix. So I don't know. It was just my idea. And I thought if that was helpful to anybody, you know, I know it sounds weird and I know that it doesn't go along with, Part of the other stuff, well, but I know for well, myself be, you know, they, well, that they I've gotten rid cages. of so many symptoms. Well, well they have built Faraday cages, and, and they and make they say little they don't hats, work. and they make. But they, well, in a way, they was, will work because. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Go ahead. In a way, they will work because when you get to that point. If you have like the like I said, like the biofilm and the metal on you, you're an antenna. And if you shield your body from just the everyday radio waves that are in the air, you're not gonna sense it. You know, and it could be like the bromide that replaces the iodine gets into your thyroid, and then like if you get hit with radio waves, it could be that that's triggering calcitonin to be released which makes you have, have a hot you, flash have you ever spent any time around any country people country folks what do you think i am okay well uh as a country boy i'm going to tell you that if you build a faraday cage and it works one time and don't the other 
Or if you're wearing a hat and it works one time and it don't the other. And if you're drinking a certain kind of water and it works one time and it don't the other, then chances are you're not in control of it at all, but they are. No, I had good luck when I drank distilled water. I drink rainwater now. But if I got bottled water by mistake at the grocery store and I made my coffee with it and it would be like, and I'd stop drinking coffee, but I went back to it because it wasn't the coffee that was bothering me. It was the fluoride. And well, so I had point. hot flashes halfway through the cup and it was like, holy shit, I got the wrong bottle. My eyes are bad and I had to get my glasses out. Sure enough, the label looked almost the same, but not quite. And it was spring water, not distilled. Well, doesn't it make sense to you that if we have all of this stuff going on and we spend all these thousands and thousands of dollars trying to figure out what to use, how to use it, when to use it, blah, 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 hot breath, hot breath, doesn't it make sense that we should just simply come together, raise awareness, Stand up, be heard, and do something about the happening instead of worrying about treating the symptoms for the next 20, 30, or 100 years and continue just letting them do it. It doesn't make any sense to keep digging around in this stuff because every time we come up with something that does work, they're going to come up with a way to make it not work. That's my point. And they're going to just continue doing it. In other words, if the cow's out of the barn, uh, don't sit around the kitchen table breakfast time uh, worrying about the board that was kicked down or broke or how many nails we need to put in it this time or maybe a thicker board or maybe wire it together with a fence post on it. Uh, well, let's try this, that, and the other. No, the best thing to do is just go get the cow. Well, in all the years that there's been people who have been targeted, whether they've been in an organized group or they think all these years that the targeting's been ongoing, no one seems to have come up with proof tangible proof that something out of the ordinary is happening enough to get the attention of anyone. And well, I got I'm proof. I, I got some proof. You want to hear some proof? And this is common sense, so I'm sure but wait a second. everyone can everyone What I'm saying is that understand. if it's an environmental... No, you said there ain't no proof. I'm just saying that there is. And the proof is that not every one of us can be having the same delusion. Right. When everybody, you it. know, on, listen, on, online there's a video of when the targeted individuals went to the congressional committee to explain what was going on. And throughout that, they described their symptoms some of them described what they thought was doing it. And the result was absolutely nothing. Okay. There's well, no they went tangible... about it the wrong way. 
No, there's no tangible proof. And it's hard uh, to Actually, believe. there is. I've got video of them here. I've got 27 uh, people that were beaten and drugged themselves that I hired to come and watch me. So I got And you proof. have, okay. Most people don't have any proof. Well, the thing about this is you don't go down there telling them your symptoms and how you think is happening or how many spaceships flew over your house last night. Well, like you I simply, told you, when, you simply like when the get door... a group of people, you simply get a group of people together and you approach a hearing or sitting or whatever you want to call it, maybe even a doctor medical facility, and you go in and say, very simply, how can every one of us have the very same delusion? They're exposed to the very same toxins would be one explanation. That's no, no, why no, no. I... No, 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 yes. no, no, no. Toxins do not cause you and me and a thousand other people to have gang stalkers. The gang, okay, the gang stalking and the home break-ins are part of what happens after you get labeled as having a mental illness, I think. That's what I think happens is that well, you people around. You yeah, said that earlier wrong. tonight. You said that yep. once you get labeled. No, no, no. And I agree No, no, no. No, I said you were targeted way before you were ever labeled. Well, maybe they were suspecting, maybe they were suspecting that I was, you know, crazy. And so they started to monitor my behavior or something before they ever labeled me as targeted or something. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. What, what it could be, they, wouldn't they it be easier to prove, and they wouldn't it be easier to prove it's an impatient? Wouldn't it be easier to prove it's an environmental toxin like bromide in your environment? Well, what difference does it, it make? Well, it doesn't it make what difference. It does. I didn't say nothing about no spaceship being part of it. Well, satellite. Why would you want to prove? Why would you want to prove that it's toxins when the first question they're going to ask you is, "Well, why aren't all of us experiencing that delusion?" I gave you the answer to that. There's no, something didn't. going on with some no, you people. Didn't. You tried. No, if you have low iodine or you have thyroid that's low. It's not going to give you the same delusion. And you're exposed to bromide. You'll it have the same. Listen, matter. if I gave you LSD, all right, I bet that you would have hallucinations just like everybody else that takes LSD. No, no. If I gave you pot, no, I bet don't you'd get dozy. Way. No. It's a Every toxin. Every person has a different way of dealing on with the, On the last call, I asked them toxins. what meth was. They said meth makes you alert, okay? It causes you to be alert and feel great. That's what they said. And more than one person said it, Okay. So if you're all exposed to a certain drug, like if you take a painkiller, you're you no wrong. longer have pain. You're wrong. That's not correct. If you take a painkiller, if someone prescribes a painkiller to you, 
because you have pain, they can prescribe it to someone else who has pain and get rid We're of it. We're not talking about taking a pain pill, dear. <laughs> We're talking about everyone that lives so far apart that does not the even brain know is the each same. other at all and having the same delusion happening right. nervous system and night. It's neurotoxin. It's You're, a neurotoxin. I'm sorry, dear, but you go ahead with your conversation. I'm done. I gotta go. That's too. crazy. You, uh, you know what? That is crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's well, crazy I thing agree I ever heard of TI. So I guess. Yeah. Well, the, well, that's crazy. Yeah, no. you, you, it's better drug, to say it's a satellite. It's not okay. going to cause. One All right, there's a guy, Richard, there's a guy outside people. with a laser aiming it at me. That's what it is. He's aiming a laser at me. That's what it is. Some guy, he's hidden behind the barn, you know. That's what you'd rather hear me say, and I'm not going to. Well, I ain't asked you to say anything, and I, I don't want you to say anything at all. You ain't heard me say nothing about no laser. Now you're putting words in my mouth. Well, you're saying they're taking your clothes off. No, 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 no. All I said was that not more than five people can have the same delusion, identical, and and then be able to call it mental because that's not the way mental health works. Your brain does not work that way. Just like when you were talking a while ago, and you said this, and you said that, and I picked up on it really quick and said what I had to say about it. Your symptoms are the same as other people's symptoms. So how can you have the same symptoms, physical symptoms, not Exactly. Not in your mind. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, that's how I got tied up with the TI group is because my well, delusions do no, not work. You know, mental health. If we does all not saw work that way, if, if five people saw a monkey in a tree, you know, hanging there, you know, as they drove down the road, everybody, and that was their hallucination. Every time I go down the, the, you know, you would say, okay, something's going on because people don't have the same hallucinations. They don't. They, you know, like you grew up on a farm so you might have a hallucination about a cow or I might have a hallucination about a pine tree because I grew up in the woods you know or but we wouldn't have the same weird hallucinations like seeing the sparks in the eyes and there's so many well, different things well the, the, but you're missing the whole point the physical symptoms the, are not your imagination I know they're not. They're caused by a toxin. Well, it's not a and they're hologram. Caused by chemicals. And it's not a... It's caused by a toxin. It was. You're twisting it around, man. I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to help them people. I, I really don't. <laughs> no, I think this is probably my last attempt. I've never spoken on the calls before, but I thought... Well, I'm sorry. I'm saying, sorry you ran into me out of the gate, but... I, I, I I know what I know, and I've been in this community for a long time now. And if you got a delusion, and all them thousands and thousands of TIs are having the very same delusion, then it is not mental. 
especially if their symptoms are physical. Right. And and you can try to turn that one all around you want to, but uh, there's no way around that one. Um, I hope that, you know, maybe I'll look into what you're saying, too, but I hope that you at least can and just see if it makes any sense, because you seem like a smart man. And you well, I agree with the premise of what you were saying in the beginning. <coughs> that how people get targeted and what they're labeled as and and what's going on because of that and I think that's part of the well, I'll tell you how you issue. can uh, I'll tell you how you can get some good information and that's just simply not asking not commenting but just sit and listen to TI's stories because I've Uh listened to thousands and thousands and thousands of T.I.'s stories. And I've connected the dots. But I will say that before you do, there's a saying that information is not knowledge. Experience is knowledge. Well, I think you can derive knowledge from both, but... Well, Albert Einstein said that, so if you run in there... You there?
Do you have a minute card? Pick up out of 100 feet. Actually put me in a better position to go. 